episode number 442. I just want to say thank you so much for rocking with your boy. And most importantly, I don't know if you guys know, but I do have four businesses that help me do what I do each day. The first one is our foundational business. That is Real-Time Outsource. That is realtimeoutsource.com. We can help you boost your digital presence in seven days a week, folks. We're working with our clients for them on their behalf. So take advantage of our team and let your social media thrive in 2024. And that leads into my second business, which is realtimereputation.us. This is a business that I was sitting down with a customer. We were talking about their software that we could use to possibly power his reviews. And so we did eventually white labeled and now have our own software to help you power your business and get more customer feedback and online reviews 24 hours a day. Easy with an email list or a phone list. Realtimereputation.us. Take advantage of it, folks. And my next businesses are my passion projects. They are my loves and I want to see them thrive and grow this year. I love podcasts. That's I-L-U-V podcast.com. This is our podcast agency where we can help you get your uh, your voice in front of the right people. We're using audience strategies, booking services, our podcast marketing services, and our podcast review strategies. We can not only help you get your podcast to that next level, but also help you get booked on three, five, eight shows every single month and make it easy for you to focus on what you do and help us take our network and extend out your voice to them. And my last one, which is my favorite and my baby, and that is dreamsportscars.com. Dreamsportscars.com. What do you dream about? And we have searched the most craziest uh you know cars across the globe from baseball basketball pokemon wrestling ufc and the list goes on we're also on whatnot daily that is dreamsportscars.com we have on ebay and whatnot daily with three shows a day and most importantly i hope you guys are having a great day and thank you we're not a robin who knows how to build their house the next spring because it's hardwired in our brains everything humans do is an acquired skill Right. And when a, somebody's incompetent, it just means they've been undertrained. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real hello, Show sir. with Travis Tutal and Huff. Folks, I hope you guys are fired up today. I hope you guys are ready to get some fuego in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about your managers, yourself, and look at yourself and say, can I be a more effective leader? And in my dude, Bob, in 90 days, most of the time, he is able to take people and change them and basically get them uh, three to five years of industry experience and change these multiple uh, managers you might have in your in your business and turn them to, obviously, people that can help you lead and grow the business. Many of us as entrepreneurs know that's some of the hardest things to do. And I'm personally going to be taking a lot of notes, my guy, Bob, because this is a time in my business I want to continue to transition as well. Before we get into everything with my guest today, Mr. Bob Donaldson, I have to ask you today, are you ready to be real? Amen. I am, brother. He's ready. He's ready, folks. Folks, my dude, Mr. Bob, 
tell me this before you started getting into business, before you started getting into coaching entrepreneurs and, and uh, changing the game in their lives. Tell me this. Were you always into business? Were you always an entrepreneur yourself and selling people stuff and talking to people? No, I, I, I stumbled into this uh, issue in 1985. Wow. I, it, was my, it was my first management job at an agency and they had just finished a uh, long labor strike and bad blood was flowing down the hallway into the room and into every cars were being keyed nails against car tires in the company parking lot, wow. uh, personal property being stolen, drug and alcohol abuse on company time. And five years later, this agency was an award winning industry leader. Wow. And how did that happen? Well, it became my life's work gotcha. and what I discovered doing things that mystify us when they're working against their own best interest when they are violent it's because they're incompetent and they're disempowered bad mm. combination mm. so using that bad combination i basically reversed that order and that's what changed everything around and it became my life's work wow so you came in as a separate entity into this agency and then you helped kind of transform it from the from from seeing this negativity vibe all this Kind of in, uh, you know, kind of stuff that's not going to help the company grow, and then you were able to take all that out and then change it into an agency leading into the into the uh, you know game, which is obviously the the complete opposite transition. Where do you start? Where do you start in that process? Is that um, you know I was the new kid on the block, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't too long before my car was getting keyed and I had a flat tire because I didn't check for the nails against my tar tire, right. Um, and so what you do is, is, is you start with baby steps. The first thing is you can't get angry. You can't get mad at the people you're trying to help. Right. Um, also, there's a, a, a zinger that most people haven't heard before, and that is in a very unhealthy work environment, your healthiest actors will first appear as an antagonist. Mm. Now, pause and think about that for a second. If you're a real healthy actor and you're in an unhealthy work environment, you're frustrated. You're angry. Right. You're pissed right. off when you go into the box. Not every antagonist is a uh, healthy actor, but when those person walks into your office, put your pen down and just listen to what they have to say. And if it turns out they are a very frustrated, healthy actor, what they're about to tell you is pure gold and you can use every word of it to improve your organization. Right. Yeah. Cause I think that's the thing that you're, you're right about. Like you see, uh, you're like, I always always remember people at like my old job would be like at their smoke breaks. I'm like, dude, okay, this person like literally had like a pack of cigarettes. Today. Like that's like literally like half the day. <laughs> They're outside. And now yeah. my, my boss is over here killing us all. And this person's over here just, you know, so I'm gonna take the smoke break time and I'm just gonna leave early for the day, you know, is my thought. Uh yeah. and so you start doing things like that, you know what I mean? Like, even as a healthy sure. employee, as someone that wants to work hard, you start seeing people take advantage of the system and you're like, hey. Well, I'm going to start doing it too in my own way, uh, you know, whether it's cutting out early or whatever that looks like to the person. But then you start this this person that was healthy, if not listened to, kind of starts following the trend, right? Right, right. It's a it's a it's a bad scene. It's a right. bad scene. Yeah, I mean, and I I worked at a very large organization, you know, one of the top ones in the world uh, as far as you know, um, you know, out companies. If you say the word Disney, you you know, people know Disney, uh, you know, and so. 
it's it's a hard business to manage because there's a lot of entities of Disney, Disney, and there's a lot of different branches of Disney. Uh, Disney is not just the parks; it's the television stations, it's the it's movie studio. You know, there's a, a lot of different parts of it. So uh, to make it uh, to change that, uh, it might be more difficult. You know, in a in a well, huge corporation, right? Well, well, it, it it doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be. If, if everybody's in, in a leadership position, is is following what I think are the top seven steps. Now, what are those steps? I'm curious now. Seven okay. steps. Enroll here. Step one: plan what you say and do before you say it and do it. Okay. Now, everybody knows that's probably a good idea, but almost nobody does it, Travis. Right. Okay. So here's the deal. Treat people with dignity and respect and do it con consistently and predictably. Now, I don't, I don't have time to get into the science. It is the gateway into the human brain. And when you do things consistently and predictably, what people do, now wait for it, <laughs> what people do is they'll build a relationship around your needs. Mm. It's, it's nothing less than uh, incredible. When you have your first line supervisors, middle CEO, just simply making sure that they're planning dignity and respect and they're doing it consistently and predictably, it changes the entire landscape from the top down. Number two, pay 100% attention to the person that you're engaging with at the moment. So mm. in other words, if you're talking with somebody, if you look away, you break eye screen, or maybe you look at the phone screen of the person calling you. Whenever you're doing that, when you're engaging with somebody, the message that you're sending is there's an entire world out there that's a lot more important to me than you are. Right. And it, 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 it I'll tell you, the negative impact that has on your relationship building as a leader is massive. And step number three, you know, we, we talk about things that you need to do as a leader, but there's also things you need to stop doing which mm. is public shaming. You know, mm. it, it, public embarrassment is never okay. And right. what public embarrassment does is it rejects the person from the group. Mm. And they found out that when a person is rejected from the group, the, the, the off as if you're getting your thumb hit with a hammer. Right. Wow. Think about it. Right. So bullying, uh, explosive anger, you know, they have anger management classes that are very successful. Get some help. And being unreliable when people need you the most. Mm. So the fact is, is that intimacy without integrity um, to nosedive. And so, so you, you really got to be there. You got to keep your promises. Now, we learned some of this stuff in kindergarten, but, but people don't follow it. Step number four, make sure you give the information to others that's accurate. Okay, we have a fire hose of bullcrap coming from the internet it's it's blast and and it it just is just overwhelming and right. you know, now now that we know there's algorithms that are sneaking oh, yeah. into the brain stuff it's it's horrible so hey what you do is you you want to build a reputation as an accurate source and and you do that by choosing carefully your sources of advice mm -hmm. number 2 opinion might be fact but you don't know it and number 3 Verify, verify, verify. Right. When you when you become a reliable source of information, people start relying on you and, and, and it gives you a level of status and integrity that you've earned in, in their eyes and their minds. Mm. 
the next thing is, and I, and I know expertise is kind of world, but become an expert in your craft. Simply find somebody who's really good at doing what you want to do and mimic them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, you can get a personal mentor, uh, make some phone calls. Right. You might, you might get 50 no's, but all you need is one. Yes. And when right. you get that, you, you got a mentor and change your life and change your life. If you get, you know, the right mentor, change your life. That's exactly right. I couldn't say it better. Um, and then you can go onto the internet. There's mat, there's master classes and everything now. Right. Go yeah, for you it. Can, can learn it on YouTube or pay for it. Right. It's like, you yeah. can learn it on the free, free version or there's paid versions of uh, master classes in there. Go, go for it. And if you got a master class and, you're on your way, man. You're totally on your way. Okay. Mm. The next thing is, and this is kind of a personal thing, but it's, it makes so much of a difference. Make sure you have a list of the most important things to do. And this includes the important things of the important people in your life. Mm. And then set personal deadlines. Deadlines. If you don't set personal deadlines, the task, it may never get taken care of. So the most important things first and set deadlines. Now life happens. And if you have to reschedule that deadline, that's okay. Right. But always have some sort of deadline sitting out in front of you. Yeah. And your your mind and your body is going to cooperate with that deadline. Yeah. And like I said, you can change it if you have to because, hey, life happens. Right. And then the is one is become a pr- expert problem solver. The fact is, is that if when I say, hey, you know, who here is a, a ex, a, an excellent problem solver? You know, there's a little voice in the back of everybody's head, and, and most of them say, "Well, I already, I'm already an excellent problem solver." <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, you're laughing. <laughs> you're laughing already. Study after study after study, put in in their problem solving capability than they should be. Right. So here's the deal. Once again, it's at our fingertips. Go find a six step process or eight step problem solving process. Use that. For every problem that you solve, and every time I've trained people in my eight-step problem-solving process, they come back and go, hey, did you know this works? At- when you become an excellent problem-solver, not, not only does that impact your employability as a super employee, making sure things are solved at work, it also, also helps you solve problems at home. And mm. so this is what it's all about. It's all these seven steps actually make the human more effective in their personal lives. And then they take that personal effectiveness every day and they become super employees. And that's what I've learned over the last 40 years of doing this. Wow. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. So, But, but go into the first one because uh, the biggest thing that I think people get into is not planning what they want to say. Mm-hmm. Because basically, you, you just get go into a meeting and, hey guys, uh, how you all doing today? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, when when people are when, when people are are talking, which which is a form of behavior, um, they're not planning anything out. They're just winging it, um, and and they're not being compliative. So so just think about, okay, who is my audience? Do. And how do I deliver that information with the most dignity and respect I can? Right. So if it's something that's controversial or something that's difficult, you open the conversation with, boy, this is a real difficult conversation. Right. I'm going to try to make sure that we have enough information that I'm going to be giving 
answers at the end of this meeting so we can work our way through this very difficult situation. Right. When you are, are approaching people at that real human level, like I said, dignity and respect is a is a gateway into the human mind. Uh, that that human mind will open right up if they know they're going to receive that level of treatment. And, and predictably, those are the two key words, it's not only a great way to raise children, it's a great way to manage your employees because mm -hmm. they start to rely on that consistency and that predictability. It makes them feel safe. Right. You're actually creating a really psychologically safe environment. Um, and it, it becomes very powerful. Now, you don't have to be perfect, but practice it. Practice, right. practice, practice. What do I want to say? And what? how am I going to behave? And how am I going to use those four words? Dignity, mm -hmm. respect, consistently, predictably. And just start practicing at it. Right. Yeah, because it's like it's those like you said those 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 things that all sound easy, but then to practice it, it's like anything. It's like you know, recording po doing four hundred podcasts it sounds easy, but do them for four hundred. Do four hundred. You know, let's go. Put the work in for the four hundred and talk to me at four hundred and fifty something episodes because it's been a process of learning and uh, you know continually uh, growing. Obviously, and and I always say you never have to be perfect. You just have to be you. You have to record it, and you have to uh, at the end of the day when you make mistakes or whatever, you got to learn a little bit from it. You know, and uh, if as much as you can. Uh, and I don't know everything either. I'm learning every day. Uh, I, I got a whole page load of notes right now with my guy Bob. Uh, yeah, as, well, a, as a business owner that I'm learning about, you know, that, you know, well, things that I, yeah. it's hard for me to think about. Yeah, well, you're right, Travis. Now, just remember this. Uh, five minutes after you were born, some. And, and if they didn't, you would have frozen to death. We're not wildebeest where we walked within 20 minutes of birth. Right. We're not a robin who knows how to build their house the next spring because it's hardwired in our brains. Everything humans do is an acquired skill. Right. And when a, somebody's incompetent, it just means be, they've been undertrained. And right. part of every training program is practice, brother. So just get out there and practice stuff. All this is an acquired skill. We weren't born knowing it. And if we didn't receive the training from our folks, school, neighborhood, or maybe a mentor who entered into our life, if we, if a lot of people don't have those four things, right. that means they're undertrained, which means they have to acquire the skill. And part of every training program, as you speak, practice, 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 baby. Mm. I wish that like we could interwave these type of things into like the education system, you know, like. A teach a class about coaching, you know, a, a class about because this is going to help you transition in your life uh, beyond just, you know, answering a few A, B or C, D uh, method. And then also like, you know, managing money, how to manage money, guys. Like, you know, let's be real. You can make a million dollars. You spend a million one. You're broke. Uh, you know, you don't have no money. You don't, you're, you're, you're negative money. Uh, so, you know. You can go make a hundred trillion quabillion dollars and we've seen it time and time again. And these people end up with nothing possibly, or there's someone that ends up with, uh, you know, I was reading recently a story, uh, you know, like a janitor, no one even knew. And he had like $30 million cause he had invested it and he just was able to give a bunch of money away. And it's kind of a classic story, but it's, uh, just interesting because you don't have to be flexing it too. You know, we live in a kind of a flex generation where everyone's flexing their, you know, wealth and their, their attained things, um, but like the biggest thing that we can have beyond a lot of these things is the dignity, respect, being able to do it consistently, being able to 
work your ass off, be able to practice it, be able to, you know, that's what practice is. And, 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 you know, Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant or the greatest athletes you watch on, on Sundays uh, or, or your favorite sport. Uh, the reason why they're there is because they practice a whole hell of a lot than you did or the next competitor. Um, and, and, you know, we forget that, you know? Um, well, yeah, a- a- absolutely. You know, Babe, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron broke his record back in the seventies. Um, he, he, he held that, that record for, uh, I think almost six decades. Right. Um, and, and what other people don't talk about is he was also had the record for the most strikeouts. So, wow. Hey baby, the moral of the story is yeah. it, it, you're not gonna, you're not going to hit the ball if you don't swing. And right. even if it's, even if it's 10 to one, um, think about it. You end up in the hall of fame with a 300, you know, with the, with the 300. Uh, right. That means average. you struck out like what? Seven, seven times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're, in the, you're, you're in the damn hall of fame guys. Exactly. So uh, what I'm hoping to do, and you mentioned some is I'm going to take pow- uh, collaborative power grab. That's my, my, the book that I wrote last year. Right. And, and, and I'm going to convert it into like a high school version. Ooh, and, nice. And see, if, and see if I can float that out there and see if there's anybody interested because yeah. if you if you if, wouldn't wouldn't it be something if you learned this as part of your oh yeah curriculum cooking I mean it sounds stupid but like like how to make a meal like you know you guys could be millionaires if you didn't spend all your money on Uber Eats like you know you could be buying Tesla the next Tesla stock I remember buying Tesla stock for 500 bucks and the position's like 50 G's it's a small win. It's a small win, but the point is, it's a it's a reality that exists in today's market climate. And that was five hundred bucks. People blow that on Uber Eats in one month. You know what I mean? Buying just like convenient stuff they want to them. You know, and then they don't have five hundred bucks extra to go put it in a Tesla. And then you, you know you have a whole bunch more. You know than you did with the five hundred. Now you can do even bigger things with you know with your with your investments. Um. But I think it comes back to some of these things with practice. So are you finding that people are having issues with that right now? So I think all that said with the, with the plan in place here, I think the biggest thing that the, you know, that are, it's hardest to do is to practice every oh, yeah. single day to make this a reality in your life, to not uh, let life take over and, and, and leave its excuses just like it can do on my podcast. You know, people will say, how did you record 450 shows? Well, I recorded every Monday. We did three shows every Monday. We publish them and that's how you do it. Uh, but there's obviously life that comes up in that. So you have to find that balance right now. My guy, Bob, I think this is probably a challenge, a bigger challenge uh, than ever for people. Um, what types of industries are you finding that like coaching and things like that either resonates with or are, are needing it more than ever? Well, I, th- I think right now, um, our, our focus is on manufacturing, right? And, and, oh, and, interesting. And, 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 and manufacturing is exploding right now because there's a huge amount of public, uh, money coming in and there's private money coming in. Uh, we're looking at one of the most revolutionary explosions in the manufacturing that we've seen since world war two and, 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 and the reason, the reason manufacturing is is such a prime area for improvement is. And if I've heard this once, I've heard it a million times, the technical guy becomes the supervisor. Mm. And so he was a good mechanic 
or a good whatever. So we're going to make him a supervisor and we're going to make him a supervisor with no leadership training whatsoever. Mm. And you can imagine what happens. So the the fact is, is that um, this, this is an industry that's absolutely ripe for turning those first line supervisors and that are great technicians, but they need that additional people training so they know what to do next when it comes to managing people and not just managing equipment and processes. Right. Yeah, it's totally different. You have to yeah. look at people have what they call emotions. You know, your AI robot <laughs> doesn't have a bad day. He's like, he wakes up the same every day. Uh, you know, he didn't get cut off in the, yeah, it, the morning it, it, traffic or whatever it is, or didn't have something horrific happen to him in his own life. Um uh, you know the the emotional balance, the emotional spectrum is uh, is wild every day for 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 everybody. You know, um, it it is, and and, and with, when a first line supervisor and middle manager, um, and, and and a lot of times I'm called in because the company they need help at that first line supervisor, that middle manager area because they are great technicians, but their people management skills are horrible. And as soon as I start to expose them to a lot of starting now actions, including these seven steps that we covered today, right. things really start to change. So what causes a person to change? It's usually pain. Mm-hmm. It's usually things enough pain where the person goes, okay, I got to try something else. Right. Right. I mean, that's, that's uh, for, for some of us, it takes uh, longer than others. Some of us are willing to change in one second, you know, <laughs> so it takes 10 years to make a change. Oh, I got that yeah. nagging neck injury. Oh, what the hell is it? Oh, that's probably something wrong with you there. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's true. It's just true. Depending on human nature, depending on it your, is. what you got going on in your life and what your, what your soul, uh, is purpose on this earth. Uh, I think that, yeah, I think pain is, is it's, it can be very motivating, but it can also be something that people just live with and they don't even, they don't even think about, you know? Oh man, I, that, that is a golden statement right there that you made. Right. People, people don't even realize they're doing it. Holy cow. That is so true. Uh, Mm. It's, it's, and it, it hurts. It hurts us all. Right. Yeah. It can bring down everybody. And I was listening to a interview uh, Halloween episode with Joe Rogan and Elon Musk, who's one of my face, favorite people to learn about uh, after 450 episodes, one of the most, you know, people that w- would love to get to know this guy a little more uh, from the, some of the sure. top entrepreneurs in the mind. They'd like to know what, what's ticking in Elon's. And what he said multiple times is manufacturing is so hard because he's manufacturing this, this cyber truck. He said, you know, you can sure. draw it out, test it out and make one, but you got to roll that out and make a 200,000 of these things uh it, it's not easy and uh it's fascinating to hear because obviously from someone like that he's building rockets and t- he's sending uh, the uh, starlink and s- satellites into the space and all those companies are all manufacturing businesses basically yeah, it, it, uh, it, it, exactly you can't be a great a great country and not actually make things right right and so uh and so you there's countless, uh, there's hundreds of thousands of, of people that are facing these same kind of problems. And, and of course, we do know the rules of the road. And, and if we don't use them, it's, it's because we're just not doing a good job. So what does that mean? It means leadership training for first-line supervisors and middle managers. It means, you know, getting the designers in the, and, and the assembly line in the same room. Right. How's that for a concept, right? Right, right. Um, 
I think when Tesla was going on, you know, Elon would look over and goes, how come there's six bolts there? We could do it with four, you know? Right. And so these little changes make huge differences. But if you've got a thousand little changes, it's hard to do sometimes. Right. Yeah, I know. Like with the manufacturing, they're talking about like just eliminating the amount of parts needed on like a plane, you know, like to build an airplane. And like eventually over time, like those things will all be kind of almost 3D printed in a way, like in a way uh, where you will have less and less parts. And then talking about how that can make it even fly faster and just so many different things. It was fascinating. Um, Just removing small bolts and pieces from the plane can basically get you to a, a destination faster. Um, it, can go, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of fascinating. You know, and and more reliably, more reliably. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. With less breakdowns and less uh, issues and less uh, maintenance and all those things that we love when you get to the airport and they go, hey, you know what? Your plane is not able to, you're not able to get out of here today. So you don't have to wait another day. <laughs> you're like, come on, man. Give me another plane, yeah. man. Uh, that's your job. That's, your, that's job. your job. That's your job. Well, right now, honestly, the bigger one that my brother's a pilot, you know, um, is that they will have pilots that just are not, not, not able to fly the plane. So all of a sudden they got the plane here, guys, but we ain't got no pilots for you guys today. Uh, who well, the, Bob, are you ready to fly the plane? Uh, come back here, Bob. I got a training for you. Uh, we're going to have you push a couple <laughs> buttons here and, uh, we'll get, we'll get you on your way here shortly. Bob will be your new pilot. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's fascinating, but it's a, it's a, it's a real thing because, um, the logistics of an airplane company are not easy. You know, they're just not, people they're- have a tendency to, to look out. People have a tendency to look out in the world and kind of oversimplify things. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's not simple. It, right. It's complicated. It's challenging. Right. It, there is a right way to do it. But in order for you to do it the right way, you got to acquire that skill. You're not born with that skill, right? Right. And, and so certain people, you know, there's the, the, the famous skunk work engineers that built the SR-71, if we're talking about airplanes. I mean, it was just w- w- the reason that worked is because they, they did the right thing. They faced the challenges. They were able to solve problems that nobody else could solve. And one of the re- well, one of the ways they did that is they acquired the skill of communication and collaboration. Made sure the design and the material specialists and the mechanics were all in the same room. Mm. Okay, and so there's ways to do. There's ways to do complicated. There's ways to do uh, that. But if you oversimplify the picture. Um, you're 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 not getting on the on the ground floor of acquiring the skills you need to be a contributor to the solutions. Mm. And then another one that I didn't even think about until a couple of days ago, and it's different because it's not necessarily manufacturing products, but it's manufacturing content. And that they're saying that yeah. more people across the world are learning English because now everything is going live on YouTube or Netflix today. And they used to like wait for the translation, but now they're not even waiting for that translation. They just want the content. So they're willing to learn English. Um, it's a phenomenon that basically I, I, I can't, I, it's hard to kind of put your head around, but it makes sense. But it, I mean, just like why, you know, famous artists have the whole, you know, con- uh, concert packed in a different country and they're singing all the same words and it's all in English words. You know, they're singing the song, you know, and it's the same kind of idea, but now it's in content, it's in movies, it's in YouTube, it's in Mr. Beast and it's in everything. You know, it's a kind of a fascinating thing that that is one of our newest, biggest manufacturing um, uh, elements in that we're creating content to manufacture, you know, 
Yep. And it's not easy to uh, create content. I was listening no, to Mr. Beast. He spends millions of dollars on each video and sometimes loses money on each video. Uh, and 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 he believes that there's no advertiser that can pay him what his videos worth because their videos are getting like 100 million views. They would have to pay him like like some of them. He said like they'd have to pay me their entire influencer budget for the entire year uh, just for one video or something. You know, so wow. some of those you know basically uh, brands. Um, that's why he's creating his own brand. So he's basically made Mr. Beast Bar and he's got the the uh, Mr. Beast Burger and he's creating his own businesses. So he'd rather invest and basically distribute his own. Company companies uh that he can uh you know make money on then work with brands that can't afford his 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 uh distribution so it's fascinating he made so much good content that basically now he's turned it all into uh you know a competitor to coca-cola and mcdonald's and etc um you know and he's he's literally competing uh on walmart shelves on see that's 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 the power that's yeah It's fascinating. It truly is. And, and that's a guy, if you guys ever are interested in, in creating content, listen to Mr. B's video interviews. He gives you everything. He's just, he spends a million hours per video. That's why his videos are better than ever. He spends his whole life on each video. That's why his videos are better than yours. You know, let's just be real. He spends $2 million a video. That's why his videos are better than everyone else's. Uh, you know, and so bottom line is, uh, you know, that's, and then you have to literally not only spend the money, but then work your ass off. You know, yes, so right. it's it's like not not just you just spend money. It's uh, you literally have to work your ass off every s- clip, every second of these video clips. You know, analyzing every single second to make it the most viral, you know, most impactful, and uh, and obviously now he's competing against Coca Cola, against McDonald's, and who knows what's next? Who knows what other businesses he's going to come up with? Um, it, it, exactly right, and I forget who said it, but somebody said it uh, a long time ago that. Uh, opportunity can be hidden by hard work <laughs> so right exactly you create like, your own luck create yeah, your own exactly. luck the, t- the typical uh you know uh, overnight uh, success that took 15 years to get there you know and you finally <laughs> you finally hear it. i was listening to one uh, about a music star and he his music was it became super popular a song of his became super popular in africa and like he didn't even know it and like it was crazy. It was like I forgot what, what I was listening to. And it was like it gave me goosebumps because this dude literally thought his music was shit. And it was like the one of the biggest songs in Africa. Like the biggest. Like crazy. And like he went over there and he was like a god. And he thought he was just like some garbage musician. And like it literally, like, it's just amazing, like what you don't know too about your content. You know, like you don't know when you push that button on YouTube on your on your who's gonna reach. And that this is like kind of a fascinating story. It was a long, long, t- a while ago where you didn't have the internet and things like that to kind of just search on, but it was just kind of fascinating. His, he didn't even know how, how famous he was, you know? Um, yeah. The, the world, the world has truly become our oyster. And, right. and, and if, and if you have something to say that contributes to anything, right. If you, people's joy, people's quality of living. If you have something to contribute, it's really about exposure, exposure, exposure. And 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 getting those people, uh, uh, you know, corralled, and and viewing and becoming a promoter, and so mm-hmm. uh, the world is truly our oyster right now. There's there is some negative things, right? right? There's some negative of things course. about the internet, but there's there's a lot of positive things. The news, go out and make some of your own. You know, have a positive impact. Totally. Same thing with AI and all these things. Like, okay. Yes, AI is scary, but if you haven't used ChatGPT, you really don't know what ChatGPT is, right? Like if you haven't 
gone on Google and see what you could search for on there. You don't really know how cool Google could be, you know, as a as a tool yeah. or on YouTube. You know, uh, I remember switch uh, asking asking a question about changing my three prong uh, dryer into a four prong, and I literally didn't have to hire an electrician. I just bought the parts, watched an electrician YouTube, and did what he followed. Followed all the safety steps, and I fixed it myself. I remember that was 15, 10 years ago. That was the beginning of YouTube. And I just was like, wow, that's so cool. And then how amazing how it is now. Like, there's a million different people doing the same thing about yeah. everything, you know? And and oh. you, can, you can learn so much, you know, just literally like watching and learning from professionals, true professionals. I, I, I know. And it's every subject under the sun. There was somebody in my office that said, holy cow, I can't get into my glove compartment. Right. I said, what's what's the model and year of your car? And it, and I looked it up on YouTube. Nuts. Get Someone's, into their club compartment. I know. I was watching. What? Crazy. <laughs> I literally locked my door. I was thinking about calling a locksmith. I said, hey, uh, let me go look for a locksmith. Do you guys know you can open up any pretty much any door with a credit card or a piece of even better, a piece of thin plastic bottle that you have in your freaking fridge cut that open and you can literally slide it in the lock it will open it up in two seconds two seconds like you think you could i'll go walk around with a piece of plastic and open everyone's damn doors in the whole freaking house it was wild it was wild i like are you serious you cut this open and you just stick it in there and just slides up just pops open what the hell 150 ducks saved uh in two seconds of time and I recycled. I recycled it. I kept the earth clean. Yeah. Uh, all right, my dude. We're about to get into the top 10 before we roll. Are you ready? Yes. Apple or uh, Android? Uh, Apple. Netflix or YouTube? Oh, gosh. Oh. Depends on the vibe kind of on that, on that one. Boy, I'm just, I straddle because um, I use them both. Right. They're used for different things, I guess. Yes, they are. Instagram or TikTok? Instagram still go to. I understand TikTok, but uh, Instagram, uh, wider platform, gives me more opportunity. But maybe Absolutely. not. Absolutely. And obviously, they they just, anything TikTok does, Instagram will, will do with reels yeah. and so many different things. Uh, chicken or steak if you're thinking about a good meal? <laughs> I said steak. steak. Steak, let's go. Laptop or smartphone if you have to get out the door right now. Oh, uh, you know, phone can be. Love my laptop, so it's laptop. Laptop, Spotify or Pandora? <sighs> more and more use for Spotify. Mm -hmm. Less for pandora yeah spotify just the content depth is just insane on there now uh, with all the podcasts and so many different things yeah these uh these lists on spotify it's just right it's all the playlists faster, and stuff faster easier better yeah true pandora has its place but yeah spotify has definitely got definitely taken over and i was just having a previous uh guests talk about how we could think it might be a real big competitor to youtube down the road when they open up more video capability and 
you know, all of a sudden you're on there oh, watching yeah. your favorite videos of all your favorite music people and content and whatever, you know, and then all of a sudden they're competing with YouTube and uh, not completely, but they will be competing eventually um, for that time and attention. We all know they're, they're all competing for time and attention. Hey, that's uh, right. That's right. They want those eyeballs, boys and girls, uh, <laughs> movies and eyeball, uh, movies and eyeballs, movies or video games. If you're thinking about, you know, relaxing movies, movies, yeah. reading books or listening to books, reading books or listening to books. <sighs> I love doing both, um, but when the when I'm really getting crunched, and uh, and I got a long drive in front of me, yeah. but it's just nothing like getting that information from an audio format. Um, people keep telling me I got to turn my book into an audio book. I'm working on it. That would be epic. Uh, I love, I love. There's, there's just, yeah. I love transfer of knowledge while I'm doing something else that's a little less demanding. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. You could be at the working out at the gym. You could be exactly. walking. You could be just relaxing. You could be doing many, many different things. You could be gardening, driving. Absolutely. On the plane. Uh, so many places. I mean, you could obviously in some of these places, you could also be reading a book, but then many of them, you can't be reading a book. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I enjoy holding the book. I enjoy reading the words. Right. But um, if I'm really busy, which I am, which is good. Um, right now, I'm listening to a book on TED Talks, right? Yeah, right. Just the transfer of knowledge is just so fast. And something about it being able to just kind of subtly go into your brain, too. You know, you can always re-listen to the book, uh, like a good interview or podcast. A lot of times, I'll re-listen to it just to kind of, did I catch all that? I really like that. Did I did I catch all that? You know, and just re-listen to it. And then also uh, speed up. Like my guy, Tom Billy, who does 4X speed. Uh, if, the, if, the, if the author's slow, you can kind of speed up the book a little bit. I don't know how the hell you do 4X speed, but uh, I usually uh, do time I, and I, a half, usually at the very most on my mind. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's fun yeah. to kind of speed up the book a little bit if, if the author is going a little slow. 4X speed, you are a damn like a robot OG or something. Oh, I don't know how the hell you do that. I do uh, 1.5, but I, faster than that just doesn't work for me. It starts but to kind of it starts to go a little too fast. Yeah. The, the other thing I use the hardcover book for is I use that for my documentation. So I'll hear something in the in the in the audio feed. I'll go back to the main book and I'll turn the corner of that page because nice. I want to go back and reference that information. So that's nice. the kind of the combination I like. I like that too. And I always say, a good book is a great gift too. After you read a book, don't let it sit on the shelf. Pass it on to a friend. Pass it on to a loved one. You never know how that 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 gift can keep on giving. Uh, it's yeah, another really cool. nice thing about a physical book. Uh, stocks or real estate, if you're thinking about investing. Well, uh, whether it's real estate or stock, yeah, it's um, usually just we use yeah choose between. Yeah, just, or you can just, do both. It's always good to have diversification, but do yeah, some diversification's good. But once you get in. Don't, don't get scared right you that's know, the biggest got, thing oh you gotta hang yes. in there yes you know so some some cash some investment right but but the stuff that's invested if it if it drops low just just walk away um it, it, it historically uh, at least over the last hundred years it's always gone back up Right. Okay. And when it goes back up, it it got better and it it, it ate up all the losses. So you just don't don't go in there if you're not ready to just stay. Yeah. Don't trade the market, guys. You literally in the last 10 years, you could have missed the five biggest days and it will change your return from like a lot to not as great. So don't trade this market. 
And if anything, do what they call dollar cost averaging. Today, you can actually buy a dollar, ten dollars, twenty bucks of a stock. You can actually buy fractional shares of companies, guys. You you used to not be able to do that. So you could actually buy fractional shares of Berkshire Hathaway, which is a hundred thousand dollar company or whatever it is. It's a big stock, but you can buy a fraction of it, or you could buy obviously a whole share of something. But today, you can actually even buy fractions. So. 20 bucks, 10 bucks of Amazon, 15 bucks a week of whatever your favorite company is, and then do it consistently because then you're buying at all those different times, whether it's high or low. These companies, if you believe in them, I would say uh, the best place to look is your your bank statement. If they are charging your business, if they are charging you uh, for, <laughs> for their services, you should be investing in them. As, and if that changes, meaning you decide to choose a competitor, you should sell that stock and buy the competitor stock because you... Yeah. Have changed and and literally it makes the most sense because if you fill up at Chevron and you prefer to go to you know Target and you like to go to the certain places, you just you invest in those companies to start because it's literally where your loyalty is and uh and uh, most of the time those companies are going to be around because you're 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 there supporting them too. Um, oceans or lakes? If you're thinking about a vacation, what's that? Oceans or lakes? If you're thinking about a good vacation. Oh, uh, uh, if the lake is in the mountains, I'm in the mountains. Let's go! And because you live by a beautiful ocean up in the East Bay, we in California we get spoiled. We got yeah. we got we got a mountains uh, an hour and a half in one direction, and the ocean an hour and a half in the other direction, and everything else in between. So we we do get spoiled. You're right. So nice, so nice. We live in a, a near Yosemite, so you got the world's. You know, oh. craziest, craziest gym. And then you got two and a half hours to Pismo or Monterey or an extra oh. 30 minutes to go to San Francisco, baby. Uh, oh, man. Oh, nothing yeah. you, like you, it. Nothing like it. But we do get the smog of Fresno. So we get that blessing of having a little extra smog <laughs> in the moment. <laughs> we do get that little blessing. Uh, but no worries. Uh, no, it's 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 all you. Everything has a, a, a trade off. Um, That's right. When you're waking up for your day, my dude, Bob, and you're getting ready, pumped, energized, ready to lead the team, ready to change some lives in the in the, the businesses that you coach. Why do you love being you, Mr. Bob Donaldson? Uh, you know, I, I came up through the trenches. Um, mm. yeah. And, uh, you know, I did, I, I did go through some college, uh, but you know, growing up, uh, just not enough cash, uh, uh, young, very young. Um, and, 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 or was constantly, uh, grabbed because, um, I could pr- solve problems and it, it almost didn't matter what happened as, as my brother used to say. You could drop me into a bucket of shit and I'll come up smelling like a rose. And I, and I think the main reason for that is, um, I, I, and so I, it's been a very satisfying career. Um, and, and all I wanted to do, uh, and now that I've got, you know, 40 years of leadership under my belt, I want to pass that along. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing more rewarding than walking out and having people go, th- thanks for passing that on because it's, it's had a, huge improvement on our business and it's actually had a huge improvement on my more satisfying than that right yeah this is not just uh stuff that works in business i mean these these principles will work in life this is life's principles here these aren't just just business folks this is how you uh you coach the team coach your fam coach coach life baby uh even if you don't have a fam maybe this is the way you find your your perspective uh plan, plan what you say folks that'd be a great start to everything they uh be impeccable with your word is another one that always sticks to me with the 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 agreements. Um, that's so hard to do sometimes, even though it's yeah, 
the four agreements, you know, it's like be impeccable with your word. I mean, it, it sounds easy to do, guys. We all know that. But, man, is that hard to pull off every day? Um, well, well I'm, t- I'm telling you, um, you know, intimacy without integrity um, is is is. Uh, and, and it's not going to work. Right. Uh, but and regardless of how regardless of how hard it is, um, the alternative is worse. Right. Right. Very true. Yeah, the alternative is worse. That's the motivating thing to say right there. The mo- the alternative is worse, folks. That's is there right. a skill you're trying to master right now, Bob? Something you're trying to get better at? I think it, it's always for me, it's always messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, if I if I think I have a way to improve somebody's life and and I can't get their attention, what I'm working on is my messaging. How, how come I can't get that person's attention? Because right. I know I can help them. How do I convince them that I can help them? And so that's 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 the box I'm checking right now. That's a perfect question. I like that, dude. Elon Musk, we got to get his attention, baby. I think you guys could change the Tesla manufacturing process. Oh, I I think uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, he is genius level when it comes to to manufacturing and stuff like that. Um, and, and, and what's true for a lot of people like the Elon Musk's in our world, they can, they can really benefit from a little bit, just a little bit of a Bob Donaldson, uh, that, that can help, uh, you know, shave those corners on those square pegs and getting them into the round holes. And so I, I would love to get his attention. That's for sure. Because I think I have something to offer. I like that, baby. Let's bring that into the universe, into the uh, to, to our aura, to our space. I like that. We're gonna bring that into our, our, Amen. our universe. Amen. Amen. Is there anyone? Elon, Elon, reach out to me, please. Yeah, Elon, <laughs> you better be reaching out to my guy right here. He's gonna change your business. You talked about manufacturing being tough as hell on Joe Rogan's podcast. Well, my guy's here. He's got the seven steps, baby. And are, are you ready? Is the question, Elon? Are you ready? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great stuff, Travis. A <laughs> couple last questions, my dude. Is sure. if you could sit down for lunch with anybody to a steak dinner, who would you want to sit down with and chop it up with? Boy, there's a, there's a long list. Um, it, now, is, does this mean people in the past too? It doesn't matter. It could be living or 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 uh, you know not living. Got it. Just be a whole table full of people. Lately, um, uh, Voltaire. Uh, da Vinci, um, uh, uh, da Vinci, Caesar. Um, it would be people like uh, Teddy Roosevelt, Abraham Lincoln, FDR. Mm. Um, at current uh, people that are, are, I'll put Elon Musk on that on that list, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, other other uh, other uh, humanists out there. Um, that are looking for a, a better pathway forward for all humans, um, and that and 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 I I like I like uh, hearing both sides of every story. Mm-hmm. So uh, is uh, you know Noam Chomsky on one side of the table, and somebody that disagrees with Noam Chomsky on the other side of the table. Right. So it's really I love I love the contrast because I think it's through that contrast that we tease out the best answers for all of us. Right. Um, and you know, quite frankly. If if you can articulate the both sides of an argument really really well, because everybody's aligned to one side or the other, but right. um, I, I think the path in the middle uh, can can teach us uh, how to reclaim our neighborhoods, our communities, and uh, and have people kind of working together again. Uh, Holy, we're, we're missing that. 
we're missing the debate. Remember we used to have debate class and things like that. I mean, yeah. like, like that was like a good old fashioned, like, like it's, it's called a debate folks. It's not, I hate you. And I want you to jump off the earth and, and rot or whatever it is. It's no, we're debating about this topic that we just don't agree on. We both listen to each other and we both have our arguments and we have our sides, obviously in debate, they had kind of have a score and it's kind of a competition, sure. but yeah, it's, it's just the kind of nature of, of uh, basically listening to each other without you're you're spot on i mean yeah you're spot on yeah without all uh, the without all the just going right to one side or the other like you you know most time now you you start talking the other person doesn't want to hear you and vice versa and so no one's listening to each other you guys only want to hear yourself talk to yourself so go ahead go in the mirror and say i'm my problem there you go. Let, let's just go in the mirror and say, I am my Every, biggest problem today. <laughs> absolutely. Everybody's yelling. Nobody's listening. Right. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and quite frankly, boy, if you if you just let your guard down a little bit, we're actually a lot more alike than we are different. And we're, oh, just, yeah. uh, we're, just, we're just not getting there right now. And it's uh, it, it hurts us. It hurts everybody. Right. And I think, I hope and pray that it, even though people always talk about the millennials, the millennials have something different that a lot of the other generations don't. And that there's a lot more bonding and a lot more like the of the things that didn't happen in maybe the last 40 years that are happening with that generation. I'm hoping they're the ones that make the slow, steady change. Uh, you know, uh, it sounds crazy because obviously we see some of the crazy radicalness in that generation too, but I was just, I've talked to more and more that actually they're, they're kind of, they're in the middle, you know what I mean? And, and a lot of them are very, very successful. Uh, obviously I'm interviewing people that are, you know, entrepreneurs and things like that, but these are also people that are changing the world with their companies and with their businesses and things like that. So I'm praying for a change in the younger generation. Through instead instead well, of hoping that the older elders are going to take care of it and the you know the the top people are going to take care maybe it's going to be the younger ones that kind of change it up I don't know oh, oh no 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 listen 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 you're hot on it um I just wrote an article that was picked up by Forbes on uh, uh, all about the millennial and gen and and Gen Z right uh, generations and uh, some of some of what they are offering. If, if the older generations can kind of get off their high horse a little bit, uh, what these younger generations are offering is planet saving ideas. Yes. And, 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 and that's their attention planet right. saving. Right. It wasn't ours. Right? right. And so, and, and so I think you have to offer um, is going to keep rolling out year after year, decade after decade. And I think you and I are going to look back at this conversation right now, 20 years from now and go, yeah, they were the ones. I think so, dude. That gave me goosebumps. Oh, that's what we know. We know we hit something on the head on that one. Uh, My dude, I appreciate your soul, your energy, your passion for life, for business. And I can just feel, I I feel basically you uh, in this show. And I really thank you for that, Bob. Where is also the best place for people to learn about the business so we can educate them a little bit more about the lost art of collaboration? Yeah, and, and so uh, it's the lost art of collaboration.com. And um, I, it's it's all there, the video testimonials, the impacts, book, the coaching system, it's all there, the lost art of collaboration.com and uh, would would love for people to visit. I love this say, say, uh, sentence that you have on your website, folks. Implement the invite, attract, and cultivate approach today. 
in your today. business, guys. I appreciate you very much today for coming on the show today. You've been hanging out with Mr. Bob Donaldson. Thanks, and Travis Tutal and Huff. And we want to thank you guys and gals for listening today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The B-Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T-Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today.